Time marches on and leaves behind those who are not equipped for tomorrow. We cannot predict what will happen in the future, but we at Regent University aim to prepare you for it. With world-class professors and over 150 programs, the opportunities to find success in your field are many. So don't let tomorrow pass you by. The journey to your brightest future begins here. Visit regent.edu slash learn more. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. The exit of Brian Williams. Only one of the gains we've made here recently. Chris Cuomo's out at CNN. And Chris Wallace is leaving Fox News and going to CNN. Now, that is just so deliciously perfect. Uh, Chris Wallace, who did uh, heavy lifting on getting Donald Trump beaten in the election by losing complete control of the first presidential debate. Trump, of course, had his own large, large, large role in that debacle. But Wallace, the worst moderator in the history of presidential debates. So now he's going to CNN. Uh, I don't know. Maybe they'll he, he, not to take Cuomo's place. At least not yet. Uh, But Chris Wallace is supposed to be going to do interviews and extended deep journalistic dives at CNN. Fox viewers hated him with ample motivation. And I think CNN viewers will hate him too. I don't think think Chris Wallace leaving Fox will endear him to CNN viewers. I don't think they'll watch him at all. Of course, nobody watches CNN, relatively speaking. And so I look at this as him heading somewhere where he thinks he will be loved. And he will find out he's not. And hopefully he will gradually, gently, quickly fade away. It does not appear that Don Lemon will lose his job at CNN, uh, despite... Journalistic malpractice reaching out to Jussie Smollett in the early stages of the investigation into Jussie Smollett's fake hate crime that resulted Friday, or was that Thursday? I guess it was Thursday night. Thursday night in the conviction of Jussie Smollett on five of six counts. Now, the right has celebrated Jussie Smollett's conviction, and I'm sure the left finds <laughs> finds it unseemly. Uh, as if they would not have still been celebrating had Kyle Rittenhouse been found guilty in Wisconsin. But let's just go back in time, shall we, to Justy Smollett in the aftermath of just reporting the fake hate crime in how um, twisted and determined he was to tell what was clearly a lie to ABC's Robin Roberts. As I was crossing the intersection, I heard Empire. And 
I don't answer to Empire. <laughs> My name ain't Empire. Uh, and I didn't answer. I kept walking, and then I heard Empire. So I turned around and I said, "Did you just say to me?" And I see the uh, attacker uh, masked, and he said, "This MAGA country." punches me right in the face. I was just jumped. And I then I looked down and I see that there's a rope around my neck. Mm. From the very beginning, you knew this was a lie because how many people would see Jesse Smollett out in public and know he was an actor on Empire? What are the chances of that? Like next to nothing, okay? But he had to concoct this story to raise his profile as an actor, so he had to get in the fact that he, hey, by the way, I'm an actor, and I act in this show. Just utterly laughable. He continued to repeat that lie after the charges were dropped by the DA Kim Fox, Cook County DA Kim Fox. And he repeated the lie on the stand. So I want to know when he's sentenced, is he going to be sentenced for perjury? Because if the jury knew he was lying, and he was, why is he not guilty of perjury? This is a farce, a farce, if he does no time behind bars. There are a lot of people who say, ah, he'll get probation. Why does he get off with probation? Now here's how the media initially portrayed the Smollett story when people went, eh, really? They addressed him as Empire? Really? Minus 16 degree night, he's out for a Subway sandwich? Really? Guy has bleach on him? How would the guy, if he was laying for Justy Smollett, staking out Justy Smollett's favorite Subway? <laughs> How would he have known Justy was coming out on the coldest night of the year? I think if I'm staking out something, I'm going to assume... It's 2 a.m. If he hasn't come for a sub yet tonight, he's probably not coming. I'm going home, getting warm. No, no, not this guy. Not according to Jesse Smollett. He was standing there waiting with his rope and his bleach. But yet, initially in the media, oh, how dare you? How dare you question Jesse Smollett? I don't like that it's being put out there in the media that this is a right. possible yeah. hate crime. There are a lot of questions in this case, but I know Jesse Smollett is a really, really good guy. I just want justice to be served in this case. Mm-hmm. And the media has really cast so much doubt on his story, which I find so personally offensive. He's given a detailed account, an account that Chicago police have said has been consistent. He hasn't changed his story. They also said it's credible. Police have said that. And also that he has been very cooperative. His story was consistent. He told it before, during, and after. He'll continue to tell it. I think they said it was incredible, Robin, not credible. Now, what's the latest from The View? Certainly, The View will uh, talk about how awful it is that somebody would report a hate crime that didn't exist because that devalues all other hate crimes, right? I mean, if we have hate crime hoaxes, it makes us suspicious that other hate crimes that maybe legitimate, might be fake. You would think that would be the take of the view, uh, but it was not. 
It's not, you know, Kamala Harris's fault or Joe Biden's fault or Cory Booker's fault or anybody's fault that their natural reaction was to empathize with somebody who we all at first thought was a victim it's of a It's Twitter's crime. fault anyway. Yeah. Oh, it's Twitter's fault, Joy Bihar says. It's not Kamala's fault that she said it was a fake or that it was a modern-day lynching. It's not Joe Biden's fault that we must all believe Jesse Smollett. It's not anybody else's fault, not Cory Bush, not any of the others, that they couldn't see holes where all the rest of us saw nothing but Swiss cheese. And to a degree, Anna Navarro's right. It's, it's, it's not their fault. It's the fault of the narrative that they've bought into. See, the Jussie Smollett story is an important story because it reinforced a narrative that the left so badly wants to be true that they will push it forward even when all four tires on the story are flat. CNN hasn't dealt with the story since the verdict has been rendered. It has disappeared into the ether of left-wing advocacy. Why? Why is that? Well, AOC explained it all to us two years ago in an interview she did on 60 Minutes. This came back to me as I was thinking about this. Like, why now that Jesse Smollett has been exposed as a complete and total liar. Why is his story being buried? As if it was like, uh, I don't know, somebody who ran afoul of the Clintons. Why is, why is it being buried like that? And then I thought, wait a minute. Did you guys see the video last week of Hillary reading the speech she would have read had she been elected president? And this tearful, mournful ode to her mom about, I wish I could tell you the little girl that you raised has become president. Yeah, except she didn't. Except everybody saw you, Hillary, for the leech you have been your whole adult life, glomming on to a skirt-chasing adulterer and not having the self-respect to exit that marriage because it gave you access to power that you couldn't obtain on your own. You made a deal with the devil and whoops, he double-crossed you as he is wont to do. But Hillary sees herself as a hero. Jesse Smollett sees himself as a hero. And to the left, he is a hero. AOC explained it all to us two years ago in Anderson Cooper. She's on 60 Minutes, and Anderson Cooper has noted that she has tweeted about $21 trillion in wasteful spending at the Pentagon. And she, of course, makes the point that, oh, if we had that $21 trillion, why, we could we could buy health care for everybody. Except her numbers were wrong, and they were not even close to being right. And so Anderson Cooper called her out on it. I'm going to stop this midstream to comment on her answer because there's so much in it. One of the criticisms of you is that your math is fuzzy. The Washington Post... Notice? Her math isn't wrong. It's not wrong. It's not a lie. Anderson Cooper says, it's it's fuzzy. No, it's not fuzzy. It's wrong. Recently awarded you four Pinocchios... Oh, my goodness. ...for uh, misstating some statistics about Pentagon spending. Oh, my goodness, she says. 
How dare they? Oh, my goodness. How could the Washington Post, the Jeff Bezos-owned Washington Post, how dare they? How could they betray me, AOC wonders? If people want to really blow up one figure here or one word there, I would argue that they're missing the forest for the trees. See? They're missing the forest for the trees. It's not about that exact matter. It's about the bigger picture. The forest for the trees. You got to see the bigger picture. And I need to maybe tell a whopper to get you to think the bigger picture shows one thing when it doesn't. But that's okay because you need to see. You need to see the bigger picture. I think that there's a lot of people more concerned about being precisely, factually, and semantically correct. Yes, I am one of those people. I am one of those people imprisoned to being factually, semantically correct because that's called truth. I'm one of those people imprisoned to it, AOC. Than about being morally right. But being factually correct is important. It's absolutely important. Oh, okay. Well, now she says, okay, you got me. Being factually correct is important. I'd rather you be morally correct. Don't hold me to the facts. I know I'm trying to illustrate my point with things that are complete and total crap. Nevertheless, you should believe it because it's coming from me and I'm big picture girl. But being factually correct, Anderson Cooper says, is important. And she goes, oh, yes, it's absolutely important. Do you sense a butt coming? And whenever I make a mistake, I say, okay, this was clumsy. Ah, whenever I make a mistake, I say, okay, this was clumsy. That's funny. When I make a mistake, I say, hey, I was wrong. Sorry. I apologize. I'll make it right. Does she say that? No. No, she says, whenever I make a mistake, I say, it was clumsy. And then I restate what my point was. And then I restate what my point was. I don't get the facts straight. I don't apologize. I don't tell the truth. I restate my point because my point is all that matters. The facts I'm telling you don't matter. Only my big picture point matters. Um, but it's it's not the same thing as the president lying about immigrants. It's not the same thing at all. No, it's not the same thing at all, because the president's mistakes are so much worse than my mistakes. And did you know the, that she does not establish in any way, shape, or form that that is or was a mistake by the president, nor do they ever, ever prove that what they're railing against you for is an actual mistake. You know what it is? It's a difference in policy. It's a difference in policy is all it is. But she has to make you aware that she can lie, she can fabricate, and it's just fuzzy. It's clumsy. Because it's not a lie if you believe it, right? That's the whole Democratic approach to everything. It's not a lie if you believe it. Jesse Smollett believes he was the victim of a fake hate crime. No, he believes he was the victim of a hate crime. And it's not a lie because he believes it. And hate crimes exist. And you should believe it too. And if I have to fabricate one and exaggerate one, well, that doesn't take away from the fact that they exist. And you need to concentrate on the fact that they exist, not on the fact that I made this one up and should be in jail. I'm not a bad guy. You're a bad guy because you don't believe that the thing I dreamed up and imagined and concocted actually happened. Because to admit, to believe that what I did was 
fake and phony is to say that what I was trying to illustrate is fake and phony. That's how they think on the left. If you have driven near the campus area lately, I don't go down there very much, more in the winter than any other time. But I know when I go down there, every single time I go down there, I'm like, another new building, another crane. (laughs) Where are they getting all this money? Uh, Well, they're getting it from you, taxpayers of the state of Ohio, and they're about to get more of it. Interesting that Columbus City Council tonight will vote on a jobs incentive agreement for Ohio State that will allow OSU to keep 40% of city income taxes from new workers at that huge conglomerate being built south of Lane and west of Kenny, right there on what used to be called West Campus. Lots of big buildings going up. Joint venture, Children's Hospital's part of it, Jobs Ohio's part of it. Lots and lots of money. Lots and lots of big money. And, of course, I'm not against development. I think development is great. I think capitalism is great. And I'm not against tax breaks to bring development in. I've said before, that's how you attract businesses. AOC was stupid to chase away Amazon from the suburban New York City area because, what, rich people are evil, right? Well, I just wonder how this would be viewed by Columbus City Council if it were a wealthy developer coming to them tonight asking for tax breaks. Probably not as well, right? But Ohio State, well, they know, the city council knows, that Ohio State will do the bidding of city council, the political bidding. They're all on the same page, right? Christina Johnson, the president of Ohio State, Shannon Harden, Mayor Ginther, Zach Klein, they could all have a very pleasant dinner party, wouldn't they? They could talk about how progressive they are, how uh, demonic the right is. They'd have a high old time. It'd probably take hours to get through that seven-course meal, assaulting all the values of conservatism, freedom, and liberty that have made America great, and that they spend every day their professors and their political uh, ideologue partners demonizing. So tonight, the Innovation District will unquestionably get unanimous approval from city council. It's a big medical complex. Ohio State's spending $3 billion to $4 billion over the next 20 to 30 years. Multi-use development. They'll have housing. They'll have some office space, some retail space, a hotel. So, again, philosophically, I don't have a problem with this. I have a problem with cronyism. Whereas a big faceless entity like Ohio State that I really think has a printing press over there somewhere in the basement of the university where they just print money, unending sums of money. You see what the new defensive coordinator at Ohio State is getting paid? $1.9 million. $1.9 million. I remember when the football coach didn't make anywhere close to that. You got to pay market rate to get people. I get it. You got a half a million dollar raise over the previous defensive coordinator? Is that necessary? Oh, athletics is self-sustaining, Bruce. All that money comes from ticket sales. Yeah, sure it does. Sure it does. So, again, this is about advantaging people who are like-minded and holding others who are not like-minded 
to impossible standards whereby you can penalize them, not because their ideas don't have merit, not because their ideas won't create jobs, but because they're just not your kind of people. Which, again, is the most prejudicial, uh, racist attitude you can have, is when you label someone, well, they're just not my kind of folk. People on the right don't think about that. People on the left think about it all the time. Turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525.